<laughs> yeah, y'all are funny, dude. I'm, I'm funny. No, we can keep this in here. Like, we're going to keep that in there because y'all are hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special, 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 special episode of The Summary. Um, this is episode eight, I want to say. Ultra. Yeah, I think it's eight. And... I am Tamar Davis. I'm the host, um, and I have some new guests for the first time. Jeez, special guests. Special <laughs> guests. <laughs> y'all can introduce yourselves, man. Go ahead, B. I'm B. Uh, I don't know I'm, I'm B. I'm me. <laughs> hey, I'm Kev. I'm blessed, and that's it. Okay. Um, I feel like I want to have. <laughs> I mean, the sound like I wanted to go in. Like, hey, y'all could have. I'm waiting on y'all to give me. Hey, y'all know what the fuck you need. Y'all know what time it is, niggas. From the side, nah. Hey, run that shit the fuck back. Right, really. I got some flex bombs on there. Something. But those are straight bars. Go, nigga. Mean. Nigga, flex. I've always felt like we needed a flex in Detroit. The fact yeah, that Flex yeah. growl yeah. adds his station to another level. Yeah. No, Hot 9 7 popping because of Flex. I used to think, like, Detroit is, first off, we Motown. Like, we yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. We set the sound for a lot of shit. And everybody come to Detroit for a tour stop. Mm-hmm. But primarily, you hear people, especially in the rap community, when they do freestyles and the ones that people... Google and YouTube and you see the clips. Yeah. That shit is on in LA. That shit is in New York. And even yeah, Philly sometimes get some love. Yeah. Them same niggas come through Detroit and then you can see them on a tour date the very next day in a different city yep. and they done release some shit. It'd be yeah. like, why why you couldn't do that right shit here? here? Yeah. And a piece of me feel like it, it comes down to our radio hosts. Mm. Like we don't do a good job of pulling that shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I've been thinking about that shit. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think radio hosts nowadays don't have to do a lot. Like, they have the term radio personality. They lack personality, I think, nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, like, oh, you're popular. You have a following, so here you go. You're on the radio. Not like you have an actual personality that, like, can touch each different demographic. Mm. But that's just Detroit, you know. Mm. That's the first time we ever got straight into a topic like that. That wasn't even playing. We've been talking for like the last two hours. That's crazy. Freestyle off the dome. For real. Like, for real, for real. Um, So, shoot, while we still getting out of here, usually I start things off with just talking about music, but I don't. I feel like a lot of people that listen to my podcast, they don't really, I mean, they are interested in, you know, the music that we talk about, but I don't think that's the the prime of it all. I think the opinions on situations dealing with like emotions and how your feelings are, you know, towards this situation or that situation, basically things revolving around like romance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we gonna get straight into it, um, and I want to talk about, you know, the. Uh, the differences in between getting your feelings hurt and actually uh, dealing with heartbreak. Because with me personally, I've, I tell people this a lot or I tell people who I'm, who I'm close with that I've never dealt with, like, getting my heart broken. I got my mm-hmm. feelings hurt, though. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that, that hurt for sure. Mm-hmm. That for sure uh, was something that I've never dealt with before. Getting my feelings hurt at a high level. But um, what does that mean? I know, like, <laughs> like, it wasn't, it, and it wasn't <laughs> like, 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 it's cold red, this is a cold yellow, like, this may be a blue, whatever. Like, you said at a high level, it was to the point where it was like, I couldn't even do certain things, like, I couldn't listen to music, I couldn't watch TV. It was like, this shit just new. That's hard, bro. So, how would you, di- I'll but, say, how would you differentiate? But I wasn't uh, in love, though, well, I didn't love that person. I was just like, I expected this to happen. And the shit didn't just go the way that I wanted it to go. So that's, hard bro- that's heartbroken, though. Is it? Yeah, because, like, say, for example, like, in the company we work at, mm-hmm. if you wanted to get a full time at the end, you may not love the company, but, right. but you, you want still to had an expectation. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I done had my heart broke. Your ego is bruised. Like, mm. It sounds like, like you thought that you had something in the bag and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So you... <laughs> Like, you know, you had, like, a little mini temper tantrum where you right. couldn't listen to music, you couldn't do X, Y, and Z. So what's the difference between the two, then? Getting your feelings hurt. So is getting your feelings hurt just something that you just get over quicker or more fast? Or faster? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm on the direct opposite line of what you were talking about. I feel like I'm mm. not my heart broke, mm-hmm. but my feelings ain't been hurt. Mm. Like, I feel like your feelings hurt to your point is some shit that you can get over pretty fast. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's not really nothing that's going to you're going to have to deal with for a long period of time. Right. A heartbroken type situation is you're not the same. This person has changed you in a sense. And without this person, you're changed even more. You're not the same person, especially like you talking to somebody every day, y'all sharing things, you typically having conversations with this person that you ain't having with nobody else. Right. And now you ain't with that person. That fu- they fucked you up, depending upon the reason why y'all separated. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. The re- I broke up with this chick, and to be honest with you, I, I've been fucking with her for like, I don't even know I'm bad with dates and shit, because she always be reminding me, she always be reminding me like, we known each other for three, all this type of shit, low key, so, and straight up, so we known each other for a considerable amount of time, and I really didn't classify us as an item, like we were together, right. even though like, I feel like that's some nigga shit too, mm-hmm. where you don't really think you're in a relationship, but clearly you are, yeah. and how we separated didn't result in me feeling like my heart was broken. Mm. I think the way you go about removing yourself from a situation allows for the heart to still be mended. Mm. Whereas if either you cheat on somebody on some wild shit, fuck one of their friends, <laughs> okay. you, you straight up hold their ass, like right. that can... Or go ghost. Or go ghost. Right. That could break a heart. That can. I was yeah. about to say, because that's what I experienced. They went ghost on you. Yeah. I think the heartbreak is the uncertainty. Like, you don't know. Like, not uncertainty, maybe, but, like, the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think when you're heartbroken, you you find a lot of your time is trying to figure out why this didn't go the way that it did. Mm-hmm. But when your feelings are hurt, you fully understand what happened, which is why your feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. But when you're heartbroken, I feel like mm-hmm. it's just the unknown as to, like, damn, why did this happen? And then that, that when the ego comes into play, like, damn, like, you know, I thought I was better than this, or I thought this was better than this, and, you know, why? Why did mm-hmm. this have to happen? But I think heartbroken, you fully understand. I'm sorry, heartbroken, but feelings hurt. You fully understand the situation and what happened, and so that's why your feelings are hurt. I like that. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that's that a great scary. take right there. That's, 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 Message slayed right, right, right. <laughs> I wish I had. That's why I'd be like, fuck, she should just went first. Yeah, for <laughs> real. <laughs> but it's hard. like, that situation is, oh, even, like, just now, though, just... You know, having 
not even relationships, but situationships with women and uh, not necessarily knowing how it's going to end or what's going on because you kind of in the blue and then shit just go left. Not even having a communication between each other when y'all stop talking and when shit get, you know, dead. And then both of y'all just go ghost. And now are your feelings hurt or are you heartbroken? I think heartbroken if you care. Because it's that once again that unknown. Like, I don't know why we stopped talking. Right. You know, so it's like, this hurts me. Like, my heart is broken because I don't know why we, why we stopped doing what we were doing. Why didn't this work? I think feelings hurt might be like, maybe she called you out on your shit. You know, y'all had an argument and she put you in your place. Now your feelings are hurt and, you know, you're like, oh, um, you know. She put me in my place. Or, or vice versa, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe bitches fuck up too. Like, yeah. so maybe. For sure. Maybe you put her in her <laughs> place too. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's like, that would be, I think, considerably like my feelings are hurt. Yeah. Feelings are is like, I feel like temporary. Temporary. True. Especially if if you getting put in your place or you putting somebody else in their place, whoever is getting put into place, if you can identify the truth in that situation, I think you come out on the other side respecting that person more mm-hmm. and being even more involved and interested because mm-hmm. you understand that that's a genuine connection and not everybody's going to be truthful or that honest with you. True. So you develop a stronger connection with that person. Mm-hmm. So in those instances, I think initially your feelings may be hurt, right. but you come out this other side stronger. That's where maturity comes in as well, though, because mm-hmm. people might not look at it as they might look at it like you just trying to hold me. You just trying to, mm-hmm. you know, talk down on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really want to hear that. Basically, you're not telling me everything that I want to hear. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to fuck with you after that. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that I can't deal with, because if you don't take criticism well, how yeah. can we be together? You know what I mean? Or how can we grow? Exactly. Not even be together. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, per- I suck in relationships. I can't get no relationship advice. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. I'm not that nigga for the relationship I'm single advice. too, so yeah. shit. Hey, <laughs> to, to the fact where I'm not in a relationship because I know I'm not going to be good for that person. Yeah. I'm not who I'm supposed to be at. And That's a lot right. of, and I've heard from women like you can grow with somebody else by being with somebody else. Yeah. It can you can develop and y'all can grow together, and that mm-hmm. person can help you become who you are. I don't particularly believe that. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly believe that at this stage of my life, okay. somebody else is going to help me become the person that I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's still individual work that needs mm-hmm. to be accomplished before that connective growth happens i feel like i need to be an experience i need to have experiences though Mm -hmm. so with other women i feel like those experiences would will help me not necessarily saying that i need this person i need to be with this person forever for them to help me grow but like dealing with situations with whoever i'm dealing with if that makes sense like just basically uh like say we fell out that experience happened, but it helped me become somebody who, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily helped me become somebody, but it helped me learn my lesson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of believe that in a way. Yeah, but everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it's so like, yeah, I look know, at it like that. Pe- people prepare you for your next day. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Events in our lives. Yeah. Like you have to be with A mm-hmm. and learn A 
in order to be prepared to go to B. Yeah. And so on and so forth. Yeah. And there's more yeah. bitches out here I need to bust in their face. That go back to I think the, like we were talking about earlier, like the, the, the reason in the season, right? Like people aren't meant to elevate with you when you elevate. But right. maybe they're to teach you a lesson right. during that season of yeah. your life. Right. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, People are, like I said, put in place to mm-hmm. position you or help you um, elevate yourself to the next level. Mm-hmm. They could be your true. water. That's true. They there to sprinkle you with that knowledge and help yeah. you mature and grow. Somebody else is your son. Yep. And then that one person gonna come along is gonna be that cultivator. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's the person that's really gonna mold, work, mold yep. you and mm-hmm. work. And then that's gonna be the person that eventually help you become that beautiful flower or tree that you ultimately were designed to become. Yeah. But it's tough because at the same time the people who are water are essential to that cultivating process but you may not view them as water mm-hmm. you may only feel like damn they helping me grow this is yeah. the person that i That's need yep. it's like nah like they was only water they weren't <laughs> yeah. the cultivator the yeah. sun was only like everything played its role yeah. but eventually it wasn't the person that was necessary for that ultimate yeah. growth right. and yeah. i don't feel like i'm finished with that process as well mm-hmm. Feel like I'm still getting this element. Mm-hmm. This element already happened. All right, now I'm waiting on this. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm waiting on the sun. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So. And it's no perfect time, and yeah. yeah. And that's a lot of things I think society plays a part in attempting to tell us that at this age you it's have to be here. You mm-hmm. gotta do this. You should have that, or you're not successful, or you're right. not where you should be. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck that. We are operating life in our own lane, on our own time, our own compass, our own direction. And this, like, that's a huge thing. And that's where self awareness comes in to identify, like, look. I'm on this time period in my life. And right. no matter what, how old my friends are and everybody get married or whatever the case may be, if I'm not there, I'm not that's there. beautiful. Yeah. And I accept that. And I'm not going to rush it. Because when you rush it is when you get mm-hmm. heartbroken or right. you hurt somebody else. Mm-hmm. That shit is never mm-hmm. okay. I agree. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 100. That's, that's just things that not only y'all need to hear. Whoever listening to this need to hear that too. I done got some gems here. Pretty changed my life. Yeah, man. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Cover my mouth like what? Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to you know spit a little game. Like hey. I'm Kev here, hey. you know, Kev. You, you the master of it all. Hey. So um, piggybacking off of that, um, what do you guys think are like the different? Well. Somebody gave me this topic, and I appreciate them for uh, giving me this topic. I really, really do. Um, but Dang, you ain't gonna shout them out. Right. I that's shout them out. I shout them out. You know who you are. Right. Uh, nah, <laughs> you right there. You know who you are. You man. know who you are. You know who you know. Exactly. You know. I was listening to that all day today, too. But um, they were saying, like, about or they were giving me a discussion about the differences in between being somebody who get the heart broken and the one who is basically breaking it off. Mm-hmm. So there is a difference, mm-hmm. um, of course, because there are two different sides. There are A and this B. But, like, have y'all been through that before? I think it can be. I think you can play both positions. I think that when you are the one to break it off, I think that shows a level of maturity 
in you to know that this is't going anywhere or that this season has ended mm-hmm. um, but that does not mean that this could also hurt you in the process mm-hmm. you know or break your heart because that could be someone that you thought maybe as well like going into it that this is who I'm gonna be with like Kevin said the son this is my son this is gonna mold me mm-hmm. but when I think it's mature enough for you to realize like maybe this isn't the person to mold me and I have to keep moving on my journey mm-hmm. but that can still hurt they can still break your heart because yeah. you develop a connection with that person right. along the way right um, so it could be as equally painful um to the, like as the other person that it is too like you know so I think it's you can play both sides of it Spectrum. Some people be happy though when they break it off because it's like a True. monkey off their chest. True. That's you know what I mean? Some people be like, I'm free, free at last. Mm-hmm. You Definitely. feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, I can understand that point of view as well. Um, but what I hear the mo- most of the time is when, when they break it off, it's like, all right, I'm finally here. Mm-hmm. I'm breaking it off because I can't deal with this. And then when me breaking it off, it's going to make me happy first because I got to think about myself before anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I know me personally, sometimes I might have an issue with thinking about others before myself or putting yeah. others before myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't prosper with doing that. Thanks. Nah, and that's... That's a major key, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a key that um, a lot of people don't receive until later in their life. Yeah. And you always hear it. I don't know if it was like I don't know what law, somebody law, but like self preservation mm-hmm. is the whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of the motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And that shit is fucking key. Uh, to Brittany's point, uh, that's so fucking true. Even when you the person breaking it off, like you were with this person for a reason. Mm-hmm. You develop some type of connection. You saw something in that individual that made you say, I find so much value in you that I am going to align myself with you and I'm going to make certain sacrifices that we can be together. So right. you gave up a part of you in order to make that person happy. So <coughs> even though you had to separate yourself from that person, that doesn't mean that you were like, yeah, nigga, I'm the one. You like, ain't, yeah, I'm nigga, out of here. Like, you yeah. flexing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, a definitely. part of you died, too. Yeah. You hurt. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the, out, from the outside looking in, you you know, in our immature state, it's like, nah, you the one that broke up with that person. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like you get ranks like, okay, that's yeah. actually your belt. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you like, low-key, you are hurt. Mm-hmm. And even though no matter how the front that someone puts on, Everybody, I feel like, is, is hurt in some sense, in some situation, because you always had that moment where you think of, like, some you'll be doing something, yeah, and then, and that you know what I'm saying, and that memory, you'll be like, and it's it's not always like a, yeah, I'm, you'll have, like, the, yeah, I'm glad I ain't fuck with that motherfucker, mm-hmm. but you'll also have a memory, like, damn, like, that, I remember that beautiful time, or, yeah. like, I'll pick up the phone and be like, I want to send this to so-and-so, mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like, you'll always have those type of moments. So, I've seen something... Um, this is off the top of my head. I've seen some things uh, online that said that, like, that one person might not be with their significant other anymore, mm-hmm. but they will have, like, that significant person that they will always go back to. So with somebody that's not with that significant person and trying to build something with somebody else, how would that somebody else feel about that approaching a new relationship with that person if that makes sense no i got you like i'm f- like you fucking with somebody y'all mm-hmm. break up you get with somebody else but you and the person you broke up with still got a connection how's that new person gonna feel about yeah. that? yeah yeah um another thing a thing that i've dealt with in my life is like you 
because you have a connection with somebody doesn't always mean that y'all are meant to be together right. in, a, in a relationship, sexual type relationship. Right. That could literally be your, your best friend, yeah. could right. be your homie, could be somebody that was put into your life to put you in check, could be right. your business partner. Right. But we get clouded up in some reason and we think like, nah, I'm attracted to you. Yeah. This must be what we're meant to do. And that ain't always the it ain't case. always the key. And we fuck up the true reason why this person was put into our life. Yeah. And when we realize that, that's when that maturity comes in where you have to separate the two. Mm -hmm. And I think that when that new person comes in, you have to do an amazing job of communicating the fact and understanding that that person, if this is going to work out, you have to trust me. Mm -hmm. And then it comes when you have them people that be like, give you the ultimatum, like, nah. It's me or them. It's me yeah. or them. Mm -hmm. Either you ride with me or you ride mm -hmm. with them. And that's a decision also that you gotta make. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, is this is this friendship worth fucking up this relationship? Or is right. this relationship worth ending the friendship? friendship yeah. And who knows how that play out? I'll tell people before I deal with, or not even before I deal with them, but I like to tell people that, you know, once you get in a relationship, and it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship, it could be a friendship, but I wanna say communication and, and uh what is it? Communication is like number one, but that's one A. One B is uh, just basically believing in somebody. Basically being front, being one hundred front up, being truthful, um, not lying to each other. Uh, yeah. I mean, that all, that mm -hmm. all goes in trust, like, because in order. Basically, trust, yeah, trust. Know. I was trying to think of the yeah. word, but trust yeah. is one B. Yeah. Honestly, it's like one A, one B. So that's I think I think one A is trust. I think one mm. B is communication. Um, I need to trust you. I need to know I can trust you. And then once you've gained my trust, keep that communication mm. to not lose my trust. Mm. That's what I think. I think that's the order that it should go in. Mm. Um, but I think I mean maybe because I'm a girl, I see it. Nah, 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 like, nah, nah. Yeah, nah. I mean I do feel like mm. I I need to be able to know I can trust you first. And then once you have my trust, then let's keep that communication open to where I don't lose pieces of your trust. Mm. Right? Like don't lie to me. Like don't leave out small details all that stuff like just tarnishes the trust that you have with people so i think that's that's like the word it should go yeah. oh you bring us like, son, that pops <laughs> to my mind it's like when you say don't leave out the small details yeah. it's it's a fine line between not leaving out the small details and mm -hmm. over communicating yeah, it is. 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 it is. it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. it is. it but best believe I'm thinking about what <laughs> I'm going to say before I that's say gonna it. That's going to break my trust. Like, why Why do you have to analyze the truth? The truth should be the truth. Yo. But the thing is, I'm not only, not, it doesn't even, it doesn't necessarily have to be the truth. It could just be me just saying anything and I don't want to come off uneducated. So I just want to come off like I know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to say whatever I'm saying before I say it. Or I could be having like a disagreement with somebody, but I don't want to say something that can offend them. You know what I mean? Well, that's different, yeah. But, I yeah, mean, like, yeah, yeah. but not just truth. Or... But not just <laughs> not the truth. If I'm gonna say the truth, I'm gonna say the whole truth and nothing <laughs> but the, the truth. truth. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Because I ain't got nothing to hide. Well, I'm saying like to Kevin's point, when he's like, you can fuck around and say something that will put you in a whole nother hole. It's kind of like if you have to tailor your truth in that aspect, 
then you and I both know something occurred that should not have occurred. Yeah. So, like, if you got to do that, then you weren't truthfully honest with me, too. Or like, what if someone be like, uh, say you're talking to somebody, not, not that you're seeing them, but mm-hmm. you're talking to them mm-hmm. um, romantically. And they just ask, like, oh, so who else you messing with and stuff like that? Yeah. I don't have to tell you who I'm messing with. I think you should to be truthful. I think you should let that be known up front so that they have an option to still fuck with you going forward. But I should have that option as well. So I'm going to ask you the same thing. So why even bring that up if you don't want me to say it? Well, because not at this point, we have a little bit of tension. But at my standpoint, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you too. Because like, I, I want to know. Give me the option before yeah. I invest my heart and my time into you yeah. let me know it's another person yeah. like let me know so then i know i can come harder yeah. i could fall back or i could just be me right but yeah. at the same time like give me that option like don't have me thinking i'm the only bitch you're talking to yeah when you got other bitches in your phone you entertain yeah That's you're right you're right when, when do you have that conversation i was just about to get to that see you need to understand like, not 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 saying you you know I got, no, I got but you. like that person needs to understand that you can't be doing certain things with people when you, yeah. you know, you talk to them and you feel as if you have options or you not, you know, you don't know who you want to. <laughs> like, you don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think that conversation should be had when you and that other person have both agreed that you have some type of feelings for each other and that you do want to know them more and more. Yeah. I think at that point, not, not like the first day or, Hey, like, what's up, T? I think you're cute. Like, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm fucking with X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, no, not, it's not that. Not yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, I think when both of us have, both not both of us, I'm sorry, both parties have, like, agreed that we do like each other and this may be something, let's go ahead and expose it all and yeah. give each other the option yeah. to continue forward. Yeah. It's, it's not too late to at that invested. point? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's the perfect time to say it because now it's before you've gotten fully invested and you leave with the heartbreak or the feelings hurt. But you leaving, you're choosing to be like, you know what, I can't fuck with him or her because they have so many people. You know, maybe I don't feel confident I can take them away from the people. Yeah. You know, so I could walk away. Are feelings not already invested at the point in which you need to have that conversation? They are. Exactly. I think I think the, the like is there. I don't think True. The, I'm falling in love and the lust. Oh, is hell no. Nah. I nah. think the like is there. Like, oh, I like this guy. Yeah. Right? Or I like this girl. I think that's there. Okay. But you can I like think, a lot of people, though. Huh? You can like a lot of people. Of course. But when I but when I say to somebody, like, I think I like, like, I like, like you. Like, okay. You know, we're going like, to, like, like, not like, but I yeah, like, like you. I like, right? like. Yeah. I like, like you, all yeah. caps. Then, all then caps. at that point, that, that means, for me, that means to them, like, I'm telling them, like, yo, I'm legit feeling you. And I want to see where this can go. Um, let me be honest first. And another thing about that is that, you know, when somebody like me, don't tell me that you like me and being consistent as well. True. Because at that point, you're playing with my feelings. Exactly. Right? You're playing with my feelings because it isn't nothing that's permanent or it isn't nothing that you don't. Actually, it is, though. It's something that you don't have a full understanding of when they're playing with you, though. It's but, like if if you tell somebody you like them, or somebody mm-hmm. tell you they like you, mm-hmm. what was your intention of telling me that? Divulging that information. Period. Like, you know, why are you yeah, telling me this? Yeah, because that's an if admission. That's an admission that you wanted something further to come from this. Yeah. Come on, man. You saying, yeah. you saying why play? So you saying like why yeah. play with you once they say they like you? That yeah, you're like. Yeah. Well, I mean, he took to the level that I wanted to well, get to. Like that, Kevin. Like just. Well, Point blank, period. Well, I think that's like that's the like so dating is exploring your options, right? Like that's what dating is. 
So I think to be open, I mean, you ain't got a name. Like, I'm fucking with Keisha, Tanisha, Brianna. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I am dating, and I'm keeping my options open. And that could mean for them, like, to them, like, you dating one other you person. you seeing this person. Or eight other people, you know, whatever. But I think I, I think it needs to be said. But if somebody is, is telling you they like you and, and playing, like, a role that they like you, but then they're, like, ghosting you at the same time, then I would just keep it moving. Like, that's not somebody who would Word, and that's what I do. I'm Mr. Fallback. Oh, definitely. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you fall I'm back, bitches crawl back. So like, <laughs> like, so when you fall Bro, back, a bitch is crawling back. Talk so like, talk. you know, this it's a Bruh. it's emotion. It's yeah. emotion. Yeah. You know, so fall I mean, back. we don't got time for you know. Yeah, for playing games. around, you know. Exactly. You need your water, as you'll see, like Kevin said. You need your water. Hey, baby, need if bitches water. giving you a drought, <laughs> if they giving you a drought, you got to go find water yeah, elsewhere. You can't stay at the same pond. They yeah. producing no water. I'm gonna put it like this. You got the water. I'm I need my water. Look, a nigga is dehydrated. Yeah, Look here, water, it's a baby. pond down the street that's giving hella water. So you you come on the floor. Okay, okay. So like it's filtered in there. I'm gonna fall back this way. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna go listen here, baby girl. I'm gonna go ahead and fall back here. You right. get your drop together, right. okay? You know that's what you gotta ready. do. I that feel that I feel that one hundred. Like <laughs> they got the Brita picture down there. Yeah. 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 Got the cup already ready with ice. <laughs> ready with ice. Look, 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 ice. No, not even cute. Sparkling with sealed, sir. They got a whole bunch of bars. Wait, You said you got a bar to that and everything. Ready to go. No, definitely. Nah, for real though. But you, you also, you got to know your worth as well. You can't always forget your worth. You know. And that go back to putting you before others. Because I think, yeah. I think in a relationship, I think it's important that you are a couple, but I think it's important to keep your individuality. You keep yeah. who you are. Yeah. I've been in enough That's relationships true. where I've, like, totally became the we, the us. And when we broke up, I forgot who I was. Yeah. I didn't have friends. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm like, I had to call my friends back, and then I was the fake nigga. Like, oh, you fake. Now your mm -hmm. girl left. You want to fuck with us? Yeah. yeah. But it's like all I knew, I was so much, like, encompassing of me and that person that I literally lost who I was, who Brittany mm -hmm. was. Like, mm -hmm. what did Brittany like to do? Mm -hmm. What was Brittany's favorite things to cook? What was Brittany's favorite things to do? You know, and not this other person. So I'm, I'm a strong believer going forward as I mature and grow older that, Yes, you can be a couple, but it's important and imperative to keep your individuality. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, it may not work. That's the reality of it. It may not work. They may just be that water. So don't keep losing who you are along the way. Mm -hmm. You voice for all the women for the first time, like, on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that's major, for oh, that's real. That's, that's major. I just, I literally just noticed that because, you know, a lot of women, they, they hear the podcast and they'd be like... We ain't got nobody to speak up for us. Right. And it ain't like I'm bashing right. women or nothing like yeah. that. I just be talking about my experiences, my situations and stuff like that. But, you know, they be wanting to come on and I invite them. But they don't really be about that life. Bro. Hey, well, look, for all the women out there listening, you can find me <laughs> at, uh, at Kev Knows, K-E-V-K-N-O-W-S. looking for some water. It, I'm looking for some water. And uh, the DMs are open. Slide, the, the DMs are <laughs> Like, no. DMs are hot skills, Joe. Yes. Maybe rocking that you gotta get there. Right. Oh, I don't care how you get there. <laughs> get there. Yeah. The DMs talking. I don't care how you get there. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yo. Y'all are funny. Man. Awesome.
vibe. Oh, that was great. We're going to talk about, uh, let's go over to this topic. This is like so left field. Yeah. But um, I want to touch on post-graduation depression. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about. So let's talk about post graduation depression, y'all. I'm gonna like it anyway. So, um, yeah, man. So like a lot of a lot of students after school, they don't really necessarily know like what they're gonna do. I know me. I'm talking about me specifically. I had a. Graduated and I was stressing during the spring semester, and I was actually no, I was stressing during my fall semester and my senior year, and um, I wasn't even in my classes for real. I was just working on my resume, not even paying attention to the professor, going to test, still changing stuff in my resume, you know, doing this, doing that, not even studying for quizzes, nothing. Just making sure that come August, I'm good, and that low key um had me uh, not even thinking about the big picture, not thinking about what was in front of me. I'm always somebody who likes to think about the future years ahead. Mm -hmm. But at that point, I needed to, like, literally focus in what was in front of me because this is my last year in school. And I needed to just, you know, take it all in because I ain't going to do this no more. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that during my spring semester. And after that, I didn't really have nothing going on except for being an RA. And that was cool because I was, you know, I wasn't at the crib. But just being at the crib and not having nothing in your lap mm -hmm. um, is something that can really affect somebody's mental state. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and a lot of students deal with that. And I, I kind of deal with it some more right before I got to the position that I'm in now. Thank God that I'm in a position, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful. Um, but... A lot of people not even able to get something as soon as I did. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm still thankful for that as well because people usually wait like a year and they be, you know, just going through it. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do in my life mm -hmm. because ain't nothing just come automatic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. I mean, I said I definitely experienced that. So I didn't, I didn't go to a university or go to a college. Um, I had a career change. And so I decided to quit my nine to five, my career, excuse me, to go learn a new skill, a new trade that I was promised like, hey, it was positioned like, hey, you want a new career, this is this is the step to take, um, which it ended up being, once again, thank God I'm in a position that I'm in. Um, however, it wasn't an easy road to get there. Um, so once once and for all, once like I said, quitting my nine to five, which means no income to go learn a whole new skill, uh, and then once I got done with learning that new skill, I'm looking for a job. I'm excited because I've, I've been promised a career change. However, I didn't land a job until seven months after I graduated from, you know, my coding boot camp, so skill, skill school I went to. And um, that's the most depress depressing time, but character building time I went through. Mm -hmm. um, they always say you have to hit rock bottom to realize, like, what you have and what you've got. And I think who I am. I think during those seven months, I really learned who Brittany was. I didn't have the money to go out with friends and go have a good time like I usually did, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to go travel and 
just trick off money how I usually did. When I got a dollar, it was like gold. Like I need to be able to pay this bill, pay that bill. And so like <laughs> it was the most like trying time I think of my life, which makes me appreciate things. I'm more. At this thing. <laughs> It I, makes me, I don't even know if I brought that in here. You did. Something I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's why I'm like, what did I just... It was... <laughs> whose is that? <laughs> As you can see, we can joke about it now. Like, no, it was, it was the most trying time, but I think without that time, I wouldn't know who I am as a person without having that struggle and having those, like, um, ticks or scars, I guess, against my character. Mm -hmm. Like, I had those, those battle wounds mm -hmm. on me. And so now I feel like something comes up against me, it's, it's not that big. Cause I got, I mean, this is what I went through. Mm -hmm. I came out of this, so like, but it, it was, it was very depressing. Like. And to piggy, my fault. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say, one of the yeah. things that, that Brittany said was that it, um, it wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. And immediately when you said that, something set on my soul. Mm -hmm. And it was like, the road that's meant for you is never easy to travel on. Yeah. Like yeah. it, or it wouldn't be meant for you. Gotcha. If it didn't require some effort, if it didn't require some effort, mm -hmm. some sacrifice, mm -hmm. some lessons to be learned, then it wasn't the path that is designed for you to learn whatever it is that you need to learn, so that your story can help whoever it is that it needs to help in yeah. the future. Like we're all visual representation of the choices and the decisions that we've made mm -hmm. and through our struggles and quote-unquote losses it, it's been lessons that we've learned and needed to learn in order to develop our character and who we are True. i didn't go to college i don't have a four-year degree people be like what school you went to i did time at wayne state that's how I say my. <laughs> yeah. 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 Straight yeah. up, straight up. I swear you was about to say like <laughs> some juvie hey, and stuff. Hey, hey. I did time. I did time. People be like, this nigga talking about like, <laughs> But low key, for me, it was. Mm -hmm. When I went to high school, I went to a performing arts high school because mm -hmm. early in my life, I identified that I wanted to be an actor. Mm -hmm. And that's what the fuck I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I even made it out of high school is because I had four classes in high school. I went to an art school. Mm -hmm. So I had a guarantee four A's. Mm -hmm. So I knew regardless, like, if I tricked off my time and as long as I ain't get no F's to know shit, I was going to fucking graduate. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even look. At, I didn't apply to a university. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't apply to a university when I graduated high school. Mm -hmm. Like, I went to Spex Howard. School of Broadcast. We walked down the same road. <laughs> <laughs> hey, low key. Like, look, went to Specs, got internships, mm -hmm. got in quick and started doing my thing. And it wasn't even until two years ago that I truly identified what I felt was my God given purpose on this earth. And that was to use my voice and my passion and my experience to communicate information that resulted in inspiring people and motivating people. And since I understood that, and I think that's what it comes to. So to answer your question of like what happens or maybe the process for anybody that's listening who mm -hmm. is in that uh, unsettling mental state is to tap back into who you are mm -hmm. and what your passions are as yeah. a person and, fit and understand that there is no position, no amount of money that can validate you. Yeah. And sometimes we place our value in positions 
Whereas I've gone to this university mm -hmm. or I've taken this course or this class or I've done these credit hours or I have this certificate of mm -hmm. authentication that I'm, to I, to, yeah. you know what I mean? That now I should get a role. Yeah. And by doing all of this work, it must equate to a job because that's what we've been fed to mm -hmm. by society. Right, yep. You do all of these things, you this, this is what happens. Yep. And then when you do all of those things and you don't get that thing, you're like, hold the fuck on. Right. What's, wait, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, this, I, I don't know. I wasn't prepared for that. Mm -hmm. They don't prepare you for that. Mm -hmm. They prepare you for one plus one is equaling two. Mm -hmm. And then when that bitch don't equal <laughs> two, right. the, it's, it's like, oh, you, that bitch, you, look, hey, you looking like old girl in the meme with her hands on her knees looking like, <laughs> like, like right, you know, it's like, what? Trying to follow the math right. and being like, bitch, wait a minute, where did I go wrong? Like, Maybe it's know. a negative one. Right, right. right. Person of interest yeah. shit. Yeah. The matrix yeah. is fucked up at that point because we put so much value in the system. Yeah. And when that shit don't work out, the only thing you really have to fall back on is yourself so. as a person. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't placed true value on yourself, then you'll never be back. I agree with that totally. You yeah. won't, yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll yeah. be tough, man. Also going through that helped me become a, a a firm believer in who I believe in. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, everybody might not be, you know, mm -hmm. believer in God, but it strengthened my my relationship with Him as well. You know what I mean? Definitely. And that goes to you know what you said about having a um, stronger sense of your character. Yeah. So. Without him, I don't know how. I don't know how rent got paid for seven months. Come on now. Because I didn't have a dollar coming in. Come on. But I didn't. I never got evicted out. I was eating every day. Come I had on. a car to drive. <laughs> Come on. So that was and like the biggest. Thing. That was the biggest reality check. Like you, you think you, you falling so low. Like beyond is like totem pole, right? But it's like no, you're still living in his hands because mm. I was out on the street. I went on the street. Mm. I didn't have a sign begging for food. I was still living my normal life besides the luxury of, like I said, you know, going out with friends yeah. and buying stuff. And she could do that whenever, though. Exactly. But I was, I still had my necessities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was like, yeah, he, he's real. That's what matters he's most. He hears me. And he, he will never let me down. I don't know. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was part of that character building, too, was like to get closer to him as well. That's so beautiful. And humble man. yourself. That's so beautiful. Yeah. We be needing that. Maybe them little reminders, maybe like, True. I ain't here because of me. Yeah. yeah. Ain't no way, shape, or form. Yeah. This ain't me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. God is everything, man. It had an apartment in Midtown, Detroit. Talk to Where <laughs> rent ain't cheap. I was about to say, talk to You got people calling you down there. Walking dogs. You live in the You live in my bike lane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a heart of gentrification. <laughs> yeah. I still was. Yeah. Got a Starbucks right, right downstairs. Right. Okay. <laughs> downstairs. Look, man, I'm telling you. On the same street as Shine Down. For real. <laughs> you know? Ye was just there. <laughs> yeah, right. Ye on your street. Right. Okay. You know? Yeah, I knew I heard somebody screaming. <laughs> God, yeah. I'm saying, that's how you know you're real, though. You're real. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so let's. let's Get off into the music. Right, speaking of Yandy, where's that Yandy song yet? That's what we need. Put <laughs> on that, uh, that, that Instagram video. Honestly, honestly, we need um, we need Yandy. 
Halloween. We need Yandi. But I will, I'm going to go back. I'm going to kind of intertwine by music and culture. I don't think that we can cancel Kanye because I don't think that cancel culture is like... You know what I mean? Who have we ever canceled? He canceled. <laughs> you know what I'm like we no, we canceled somebody. Who? Who been canceled? The young lady named uh, Sabrina Claudio. Oh, they did cancel her. Who, they they canceled her. Who is Sabrina Claudio? She, she got canceled. Who is she? She, she had that song with Black that take care of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't got more than one, <laughs> you, can't, you can't cancel. Yeah. No, I heard, you fell I, off. <laughs> nigga. You ain't get canceled. Why we cancel her? Though? Her joke was booming. Why we cancel is her? Though? <laughs> Why, why do we can't, why do we cancel her? Cause she has some tweets. She has some tweets. That was just saying. She has some tweets talking about African American hair and saying that, you know, they they it ain't you know it don't look good or something like that. She was just saying some crazy shit. So that's 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 still that's bad. I agree. But you don't think Kanye canceled us as the black community by telling Trump. I'm standing I in this love position. You. I love you. I'm standing. He said, "I love you." Like that, he didn't cancel us. He didn't say fuck Man. every black person. It's, it's, it's difficult though because it's like he's somebody that has his hands on so many things, and there's so many people that have their hands on so many things that we don't even know about. True. I mean, we know that Kanye got his hands on Yeezys. True. Will I still buy Yeezys? I hope not. If they sweet. I'm sorry. I'm trying to know about the moths. I, <laughs> hey, I, I ain't gonna buy the moths. I ain't gonna buy the moths. I will buy Yeezys to resell Yeezys, put money back in my pocket. Okay. Yeah. I definitely would do that. I like that. I, I, I just find it Them hard. Them static to, 350s is hard, though. <laughs> I find it hard to support somebody who blatantly can give a fuck about me, who blatantly does not care about Man, my look, culture. Ye has an issue, though, of comprehending himself as well, though. I was talking to my sister last night, mm-hmm. and there's one thing I think about Kanye. I think I'm. I think I've overlooked it. Kanye really feels as though he's the one to change any and everything. Yeah, so you're there's right. There's a certain part of me that feels as though, for one change. thing, I feel like he believes he can change Trump. The one tangible, mm-hmm. uh, uh, one tangible circumstance that we can clearly identify that as being the truth is how he feels as though he can change the magnet. I've reconstructed it. As crazy as this shit is, mm-hmm. I think if we're thinking in Kanye's brain, I can change anything. I can take this hat and I can make it my own. My sister came from a point yesterday mm-hmm. and was like, what would Jesus do? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, Trump is the most divisive human being that we can point yeah. to right now. Definitely. And if Kanye is all about love and all about unification, mm-hmm. how are you aligning yourself with someone so divisive? Right. She was like, what would Jesus do? He would attack it from the inside. He would say, like, mm-hmm. Jesus would show him the love, and then hopefully that love would spill over to him and show okay. it. And in the sense, I was like, I get it, but it ain't. But what is Kanye? <laughs> this nigga ain't Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This nigga ain't Jesus. He's not, he's not Jesus. He ain't Jesus. This nigga might be Jesus. Right. But this nigga ain't Jesus. Jesus. I can't do it. Yeah. But then also, what what has he rubbed off on Trump? He just telling nothing. us. He ain't nothing. He's telling yeah. us that I'm going to make the MAGA hat mean this, blah, blah, blah. But he has not said shit to Trump about <laughs> his people. I was watching a video yesterday today and he was like when i put on this hat i'm a superhero i feel like superhero superman was my my favorite i was like i think bro this is what bro i think that we get a problem like i know mental illness is definitely real yeah yeah, yeah, i'm not trying to knock anybody but i do feel like 
us and Kanye use that as a crutch to, to basically justify Kanye's actions. That's just like the boy who cried wolf, right? Like, at some point, you're going to be like, nigga, you don't have a mental illness. You're playing at this point, right? Mm. You can't keep saying, well, he's doing this because he's yay. Yeah. He's yay. Mm. He's yay. He's got a problem. Pray for him. He got a problem. At one point, it's like, okay, you've okay, done Okay, boy, we work. know. Stop, though. Like, you can exactly. stop. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I personally, I haven't labeled Kanye as mentally ill. Yeah. I haven't given him that. I have. Like the way he's acting is because yeah. of his I can say he's showing examples of erratic behavior. Yeah. But I really believe he believes the shit he be saying. No, he do. I think Kanye... I don't think that's like... based on mental illness, though. <laughs> I don't think it's that either. I think Kanye never stopped to mourn the death of his mother. That was his rock. Like, I feel like... I talked to this girl about it before, too. I feel like every... Especially black, especially black male... You need that black woman to be your rock. And for most of us, if we don't have a wife or a strong girlfriend, it's our mom. Our mom grounds us. And I feel like, no disrespect to all the Kim fans, but Kim is not a strong black woman to help ground Kanye. Like, you need that in your life. And when his mom passed, that was his, that was his rock. And when she passed, he never stopped to take the time, I think, to actually mourn her passing. And it's all been a shit show since then. Like, mm. that's what it's been. It's been a complete shit show of crying out for attention since his mom has passed. When did his mom die? It's been a few years Was that now. graduation? Was that, uh, was that 808 and heartbreaks? I think it might have been right there. I don't know, man, but he was fooling on his last tour. He was fooling on a Yeezus tour, too, though. Mm-hmm. He begging for attention, bro. Like, and I, I, quite frankly, he I'm, was rant. I'm tired he of giving ranting. him the, the attention that he's crying out for. Yeah. He's a troll. He's a, a fucking human troll. Like, mm-hmm. in the story. And I was the biggest late registration fan. Hey, that's still my favorite Kanye. I can rap like them. Graduation, my favorite. Graduation. I tell you every day, like, nigga, mayonnaise colored beans, I push Miracle Whips. Like, that is still, like, the shit. Oh, it was like college drop on my bad, yeah. But that's still, like, the biggest, like, I remember Mm -hmm. all this shit. And, like, to me, it's just disrespectful because Kanye was our hero. Like, Kanye was my Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Like, Beyonce can do no wrong for me. Mm -hmm. And Kanye couldn't at one point either, but Mm -hmm. no. He do everything. That's how I felt in high school. I felt like Kanye couldn't do no wrong either, but he can. Mm-hmm. No, at this point, my man, I don't even got to say who my favorite. I know who my favorite artist is. <laughs> I don't even got to say that. I think we do need. To, I think black people need to come together and cancel things in general that that basically just set us back uh, in in time, a couple years. I feel like the whole talk about us spending our money with black-owned businesses that needs to happen, like because we do have a lot of power in our dollar. Like, we're the ones, like, you talk, you talk about sneakers, right? Like, we're the ones that's spending money on these sneakers, mm. you know? We're making it cool so that other people want to go ahead and we influence it. Mm. And so, like, if we can stop, we can shut somebody's business down in, in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think we do need to support that. And, and it's, it ain't like, easy, you know, though. It's not easy, but there's, like, there's references. There's, like, resources to go and find, like, your black neighborhood mm. grocery store. Mm. Your black beauty supply store. Your black gas station. Because when we, our dollar is everything. Mm. We feed them. Mm. And they t- treat us like shit and talk to us like shit, you know? Mm. But it's like, um, I'm playing devil's advocate a little okay. bit. But it's like, what if that is like far as hell from where I live? And now I got to spend gas and go all the way over there just to get something that I could have got like literally around the corner. But you spend gas to go to the club around the corner, like around, that's way down the street too, right? You spend gas to go to that liquor store that's down the street too. You spend gas to go to fucking every villa and footlocker in Detroit to go mm. get a pair of to fucking sneakers. Like, I'm all right, shout out to Villa, don't plug. But, like, you spend gas <laughs> no and do stupid shit, so why not spend gas with your people to go support your people, you know? 
it's as bad as like you know if, if you say you had a business mm. i'm going for a show ask you for a discount because you you my cutler you my dog right mm-hmm. i'm not going to ask the white man for a discount why not why, why would i why would i ask you for one and not him for one if i could pay him do- top dollar i could pay you top dollar too mm. i need to support you more to be honest mm-hmm. but i think we just we're so we're such creatures of, of habit and like you said convenience that we could care less about what we do like mm-hmm. I, we don't we don't band together for nothing which is why i think we easily fall so we, we as people just don't we don't stick together so i'm gonna ask y'all um who do y'all think because it's, it's been a minute since i asked this on a podcast and a few albums have already dropped actually i'm gonna start off by asking this how did y'all feel about quavo album I didn't listen to all the way I think it's hard. I think, you know, the internet, once they get a hold of something <laughs> and they listen to something, not probably not even listen to it, but they see a trend mm-hmm. or seeing something becoming a trend that they could just give something to trash title <laughs> or being like, oh, that's an L, oh, this mm-hmm. shit was weak as hell. Mm-hmm. And then it gets the snowball effect yeah. and then everybody it's starts to say it and yeah. then it, like, builds a reputation for that piece of... Mm-hmm of art, um, and I feel like that's what happened with Quavo, but his album is sweet as hell. I don't understand why people do that. Like, that's annoying. Yeah. That's really annoying. I fuck with that, uh, that uh, champagne song. Yeah, one about Nicki, right? No, that's a different one. That's a different one. No, he talking about the, uh... What's the name of the joint? Oh, Madonna. Is that one of the shit, Rose Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about the joint with uh, Madonna and Madonna, Cardi B. Yeah. That, that joint hard. See, I fuck with Honcho dreams. I fuck, like... Certain songs yeah. grab me immediately. The beat. And low-key, I remember Diddy said this shit a while ago. Maybe he was on his Diddy shit. <laughs> he was like, I could tell a hit in 15 seconds. Yeah. He was like, if I ain't rocking with the song in 15 seconds, it ain't rocking. I mean, the song only two minutes, so... <laughs> like, it, it need to be a hit by 15 mm-hmm. seconds, because if it ain't... It's a rap. I agree though. I've, and that Quavo song, the moment I heard the cadence in there, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking with it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I am with songs too. Like if I just listen to it a little bit, I'd be like, damn, I ain't feeling this. Mm-hmm. Next. Yeah. But I fuck with the song with 21. That takeoff song that came out yesterday. Uh, I heard a little bit of it, but I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed too. Oh, but people hyping up I his stuff. People take hyping off, up. Take off nice. But yeah. people hyping it up his album like it's about to be the greatest out of mm-hmm. all three. And I don't even think he the best rapper out of people all three. He, he be though. snapping people though. He, he do be best. snapping, but it's because he don't have the biggest attention. Exactly. So it's like mm-hmm. the least expected verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that bad and bougie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel well, like Offset. You have Word? I, I don't know. I'm sorry, say it again. Like, I love it. Like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wrap it up then. Wrap it up then. Wrap it up then. You know, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Offset is the best rapper out of all three of them. So he dropping his solo project last? Yeah, Offset dropping his last. Okay. I didn't hear his. I like to join with 21. I like to join with Drake. I like to join with uh, Takeoff. And I like to drive with Travis Scott. Travis Scott and Quavo is like my favorite duo. Man. Yeah. What about this Travis Drake album that's gonna come out of nowhere? You oh, think wow. it's gonna come out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah. I, know I think a Drake Migo one gonna come out of nowhere before a Drake and Travis come out of nowhere. I don't know. I feel like the, the Drake and Migo is expected. It I is. Feel like they could come out, it, yeah. I feel like they could come out with a five song EP real quick. I low key yeah. don't want it though. 
you don't. I don't want the like, Drake and Migo. Time to be alive I want. I want the. I, I want the Drake, Drake and Travis. Man, I, I want that for sure. That shit coming. I want that for sure. I don't want the Drake and Migo. After after they did Company. Yeah. I was like, yo. Yeah, these guys go. But it's like I, it didn't even feel like <laughs> it didn't feel like him and and Travis were like cool like that at that time though. If I don't know, it's kind of weird for me. Time? Yeah, like for me, it felt as if like. The nigga Travis did his part and just sent it back to Drake. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. But with sicko mode, mm -hmm. it seemed wild. different. It yeah. Wild, yeah, it's like now these niggas yin yang. Yeah. And with that, I feel like that album can be a hit. That should be crazy. But he got his thing going on with uh, with Quavo. They said Huncho Jack Jack Huncho Two mm -hmm. is coming out soon. So still. I need yeah, that. I, I need that for yeah, sure. Drake, Travis shit. It's going to hit. It's, no bang. It's, it can't do nothing. Well, y'all want to hear a Drake and Chris Brown? Yup. No, I would need I that for that. sure. That, that could be an R&B and a rap. They both yeah. can go back and forth. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the verse. I don't want to hear Chris. I'm not Yeah, I'm, I'm not hearing Chris Brown either. <laughs> He That's why I'm saying I don't want to hear a joint album with them. I would like to hear a song. A track. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, like, I mean, if we go on the Kanye route and they coming out with a seven song album, like, yeah. I don't think I'll be mad at that. But I, I'm, I'm more so. Give me a quick five records or some shit. Yeah. I don't want to hear if, that one album. If I get an album with Drake and, because uh, I don't want no Drake in future no more. I low key wouldn't be mad at a Watch the Throne too with Drake and Hove. Man, what? I would love. Now, that would be insane. Drake and Hove, or even one with... I wouldn't be mad with a small EP with Drake and Meek. I'm going to go left field. Hmm. I'm going to say Drake. That is left field. And... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that could happen. I mean, Meek that's holding for up sure. the chain. I was about to say, that's for sure. I, I feel like that's going to happen real soon. What's up with Drake making up with everybody now? He in a great ass. He life. got good energy. Come on, man. He like, said, I took all that energy in. Yeah. Put it inside of me. <laughs> that will get you punched yeah. in the face. Yeah. yeah. He pulled up. Chris on stage. Yeah. yeah. Chris putting pictures up with yeah. him. Like, oh, all this cool. shit happened fast. At his yeah. birthday party. party yeah. Yeah, this shit no. happened fast. I think I'm going to go left. I think up. a lot of stuff, my fault. I, I feel like a lot of these relationships have already been healed. It's just that we're now being brought into mm, it. Yeah. Mm. I would like to see or hear a Drake with some unreleased Aaliyah tracks. I heard family got them bitches on super locks. Yeah, they do. They, they not let shit leave. They not, yeah. But I heard but, he owned something with Aaliyah. That's true. I heard he owned, like... He had that Enough Said record yeah, with her. Yeah. That was her, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And Chris, speaking of them, he had that other... They Don't yeah, Know they record. Know, yeah, that yeah and that was a hitter, too. too. Yeah. 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 We, that's, a, that's a fact, though. We need more Aaliyah records. Oh, definitely. What's going on? Let me call her cousin. Yeah, get the family on the phone. I want mine the Beyonce and Drake song either. What about Beyonce and Aaliyah song? I can't go to Yeah, Why not? Beyonce's style is just. It's two different styles. I'm for another Beyonce Drake. Yeah, I want to hear it. He craving crazy on mine. You really calling Aaliyah? I was going to call her cousin, but I was like, I ain't going to put her on the podcast. I'm going to call her cousin. Text her on some little key shit. Like, hey, we need a bar. I'm going to tell her, like, what's up with Lily Mom? What's going on? For real, though. Like, that's crazy. Um. How y'all feel about this? Uh, did y'all watch the Joe Bunny and Pusha T no, interview? I'm not giving three and a half hours. <laughs> Can't do it. I for sure watched the whole thing. And with that, I mean, I always like Pusha T. Mm -hmm. 
and I still do to this day. And I don't have no hate towards pushers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it is, it just is what it Y'all is. Y'all already believe 40, uh, it's pillow talking to all the young lady. I can see it happening, but I don't. Forty six, <laughs> you know, it's time is limited. Oh my God! <laughs> Damn, you went straight in. Let me stop for Drake punch me in the face. Michelle like, go catch some bars. Time limited. No, I'm saying like you might be subject to be really emotional, like you know, like somebody love him through his condition. Yeah, breathe. You catching some bars in the next song. Stop right now. The next song, you gonna hear your name. Are you gonna hear this hey, podcast. Look, look, the song gonna be the summary. Right. I'm like, like, nah, it's Damn. gonna be it's gonna be Detroit to yeah. yeah. <laughs> shit like that. And then I'm gonna come back and be like, I'm like, yay. I really thought that I could like heal everybody and everything and I'm I'm hey, I'm Andy help. But I don't I don't think that I heard you in the booth talking. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I don't think that he maybe LeBron to stop on my <laughs> I don't think that I had uh, to set aside what I was gonna say was bad I don't think that the uh, 40 was saying bad stuff though if he were if he was pillow talking I don't feel like he was saying that he don't like, like how Drake got a kid like yeah. what Pusha was saying like he was basically saying like what he hated about Drake's situations mm-hmm. and what he was going what, about what did, what did he say so he was saying like he ain't he was saying, Pusha was saying that 40 didn't like how uh, Drake had a had a kid or something like that. And also, <laughs> he didn't like how he's been um, basically, like, pushed to the back seat. And... Because of his kid? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Not because <laughs> of the kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, but it's still jealousy. He was saying, like, how... Forgot yeah. about me. He calling me no more. The other day it was got 40 in the studio right. late night. <laughs> like, now you give a fuck about me. He ain't like how, like, <laughs> basically he wasn't getting the notoriety of being Drake's producer. But it's like. But Drake always mentioned 40. Yeah. So I don't believe that. Yeah. I think I'm not gonna call Pusha a liar either, but. I think, I, I think, I think, I think it could have been like, I hate my, I hate my <laughs> dog is in this position. Like, I hate that he's yeah. there. Do you think, so a thing that popped into my mind when you said that was like, when you hear the greatest producers of all time, mm-hmm. you tend to hear No IDs, yeah. Kanye's, Dr. Dre, Swiss Beats. Mm, you don't really hear 40. And for Drake True. to be arguably the best one rapper. of the GOAT mm-hmm. and been creating all these hits for the last decade, ain't miss, all albums bang, all yeah. songs bang. How can you not mention 40 yeah. as one of the greatest producers? producers. That's true too. Maybe, I could he could I could understand from that vantage point if that's his argument. I think it's because those people are mentioned because they deal with more than just one person. So it's like it's like a uh, my theory about Phil Jackson being the second best basketball coach of all time. I don't think he's number one, but then again, I can't. He's dealt with he's dealt with superstars only. You know what I mean? Like he's always had that yeah, one yeah. guy. You know what I mean? He's had the guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He had Jordan. Yeah. Then he had Kobe mm-hmm. and Shaq. Mm-hmm. Then he had Kobe and his super duper prime. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Like Forty has had Drake this entire time. He mm-hmm. hasn't really shown his ability um, with other artists. Mm-hmm. He probably has, but I haven't heard it. So that you think that hinders him? 
I don't think that it hinders him. I just feel like for other people, he can't. Well, no, I mean, for me, it don't. I mean, hinders him as being hailed as one of the greatest producers of all time. I feel like he's one of them. But for other people, I can see why they would think that mm-hmm. he's not, you know, up there. Or they might they might forget. Quick question. Who is the greatest coach of all time? Uh, Greg Popovich. I can see the case for it. Yeah. Greg Popovich. I was going back to the 40 thing. I don't think people value production like we used to back in the day either. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, I remember I was younger when the CD came out. Like, mm-hmm. it, or I would I would rush to like the credit yeah and, get, and look at the play. exactly <laughs> and look at the credit page and be like damn who yeah. made that beat right yeah. like that was like that? that was the the highlight of me getting the album was to be able to see who produced and who like you know maybe wrote some lines on the on the track when CDs came out yeah and you first well you pulled the booklet out. Out. You saw the pictures. And <laughs> looked at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. I used to love that. I did that with Take Care. Oh yeah. my. I did that with Take Care, and I did that with Mac Miller's first album. That's why I think maybe that forty isn't maybe Fucking as recognized because I don't think we value production like we used to. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to say too. I mean. You used to yeah. look at the pictures and then look at the credits. Yeah. Look at the thank you. Thank you. The exactly. thank yous at the end. And the like, letter. he ain't thank so and so. Yeah, like, yeah, some shit yeah. going on. Like, you know what I remember, saying? like, when. So, I remember Kanye's 808 and Heartbreaks. And maybe mm-hmm. there were other albums that did this prior to that. But I specifically mm-hmm. remember Kanye's 808 and Heartbreaks. When you pulled out the CD mm-hmm. and then you opened that bitch all the way. Mm-hmm. And it became like a poster. poster yeah. mm-hmm. With him and his mom and that bitch. Yep. And I was like, Oh my, like, and then yeah, some people had a poster God. and still have the booklet with mm-hmm. the photos in it. Yeah. Maybe that's why CDs 40 isn't, isn't as recognized. And then producers used to like tag. 40 ain't getting paid like he ain't one of the, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's he still. Checks. Come on sure. now. Yeah. Maybe later down the line, you know, it's one of them type of situations where we look back. And yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like you have to be fading away for people to be like mm-hmm. one of the greatest. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people. Like, LeBron is entering that phase where he's, like, older yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still dominating. Yeah. Yeah. He has been like, 16 years. Man, yeah, like, he's been here for a very long time. <laughs> a decade and some change. So, it's like... I think it's hard to know production, too, because, like, we stream our music now, and streaming doesn't credit producers. It barely credits the featured artists. It's mm-hmm. all, like, man. So, I think it's... That can go by the wayside. We are listening to right now, like, some... What's y'all listen to right now? Like some new music. I just put Tory Lanez on earlier. I had to turn that shit off. Really? Yeah, he was cool, but then I turned it off. <laughs> oh, we were talking about the whole Sam Austin's joint. Yeah. Me and Brittany, yeah. she said she ain't here. I think Sam took Tory for. Uh, nah, nah. I was listening to a couple, a couple more of Sam's songs, and it, it, that it Fiji goes, one in particular. That's just like that song. So my thing, I think we should play it on the podcast. But my thing is, like, I feel like. The right. beats were somewhat the sim- similar, like the actual beat. I didn't think the the flow which was one the same. You, which, should we play Tories first and then go into Sam's? Yeah. All right, Tory. Right. You said it's the drip drip drip. drip, drip. Yeah. Right, Come so on, for you having a... titles supporting black people. Yeah. 
Alright, you can play. Alright. Play the play the play the chorus though. Well that's just like oh his scores us this one. Okay, yeah. let's see. Let me speed it up. Tell me the man. Yeah. I mean already though. Yeah. <laughs> it's the beat though. Yeah. Who could be influenced by dude, though? This, I think this is go back to like the Big Sean and Drake thing. Remember, Big Sean was claiming that Drake took his flow. That's I think different, he did. though. You think so? I think he did. No, I feel like a lot of people took Big Sean super uh, duper. No, that punchline, like, like the whole young money, yeah, the whole yeah, young money yeah. took it for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, my bad, Sam. I'm sorry if you're listening. Maybe, maybe, Tory did steal your flow. I listened to that My Time project, the Jeremiah Todd Allison shit. I wasn't super impressed. I, w- I wouldn't listen to it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, straight up. <laughs> One thing that I liked was the two songs that they came out with, oh, The yeah. Light and then that Going Through Some Things. Mm-hmm. I liked the fact that those were the first and second song. Mm-hmm. So the songs I already heard, it was immediately out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I was left with things that I haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. And it was cool, but it would not. it's not a project that's going to stick with me that I'm ever listening to again. Yeah. Let me see what I just downloaded recently. I think on repeat for me, then, before you look up yours, too, or while you look up yours, uh, LMA, for me, is on repeat. I haven't listened to that. I haven't listened to it either. I've always banged with LMA, her albums or her EPs, before she launched an actual album. Okay, day one. Okay. Day one. I mean, I knew Booed Up last year, baby. Like, it wasn't wasn't new for me. You know what I'm saying? I was on my ditty, like, I heard in 15 seconds. This is it. Until y'all slow my buckets to catch up. (laughs) It was 2017. I think LMA, for me, is definitely on repeat. It's one of those albums remind me of like my older like '90s Aaliyah albums where I can play mm. it front to back and mm. I have to skip a song. Mm-hmm. I can vibe the whole way through. So I, I got definitely got LMA on repeat, and that's one for me. But Usher, I had to throw in the garbage. Oh, I was just Usher about to say that. Bro, I just that. Di- I was just about to get to that. That's like. <laughs> I don't be listening to it every day, but I I don't think it was garbage. I low key I was low key afraid to say that I like it honestly, because yeah. I didn't think a lot of people was gonna fuck with it. But I mess with it. I didn't even listen to. I it. was excited about it. I just think for me, Usher can never top Confessions. I mean, nah. Never. Eighty-seven on one was a hit though. <laughs> and I feel like on this album, like I wanted Usher to have. I wanted him to have more like club bangers because he's with Zaytoven. He ain't had no club bangers? No, they were all to me when I lyric wise I listened to him. He was like begging someone to take him back on damn near every song. It was like, Usher, what happened to you? You don't have to call. Like, fuck these hoes. Let's go out here with Zaytoven. Let's get some new hoes. I should have married Man, nah. Ain't he? You know. Ain't he married Man? I don't think he remarried that new girl, but yeah. Uh, I don't like the off white. uh, The cover? Yeah. Yeah. Day. It seems yeah, as if know. it seems as if like a midlife crisis album to me, hmm. especially say, yeah. yeah. It seems like he's just trying to keep up with like the youngsters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to it, but yeah. I mess with yeah. it though. 
I mess with this album. Listening to old shit. To be honest, me too. This this morning I was listening to Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. I needed that energy. I listen to four 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 forty four all the time. Mm -hmm. That was my favorite album of last year. Mm -hmm. I liked it more than Damn. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people don't like that. But I feel like four forty four was the best album of last year Mm -hmm. by far. And I say that because when I feel as if I need to clear my mind, cleanse my mind, because I don't like listening to certain things all the time. Like I can't listen to. Uh, S-O-B-R-B-E all the time or I can't listen to Future all the time I can't listen to Trap Trap I can't listen to all this crazy mm-hmm. shit I gotta listen to some music that's gonna like Fiji. stimulate yeah. my mind yeah. and 444 is that album for me yeah, for sure for sure and I was listening to that this week I was listening to uh, Thank Me Later cause I seen some people saying Thank Me Later was trash it was mid I absolutely disagree with that talk man that come on man talk that talk Drake had levels on that bitch Period. <laughs> like, this nigga was like, this was the, the, not really the first time, but like, as a, as an album, this was the first person to really show us that he was really 50 50 with this singing and rapping shit and can be successful with it. Was that Thank Me Later you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yoki. Yeah. The resistance. Miss me. Over. My shit was unforgettable. Yo. Fancy. Yeah. yeah, he had some yeah. shit on there. Even the interludes are like the dream and shit. No Mario, yeah. that was some good ones too. I was listening to Daytona the other day too. Mm-hmm. I think I only listened to that. That's the album I didn't give enough play. Yeah, I didn't either. That's why I went back and downloaded again. Or I went to after the Pusha T interview, I went to go listen to some more songs and I, I messed with the album. But I don't think it was better than uh, Nipsey Hussle album yeah, this year. I'm listening to Nipsey still too. I listened to uh, this is one of the albums that I can't listen to all the time, but Drip Harder was hard to me. It'd be the that little baby. It'd be sick as I ain't listening to. Like, I don't be, I'm not listening to you. Yeah. I'm not listening to Gunna. I'm not listening to Why not? Why not, though? Why not? In my mind, I feel like. Then I could do nothing for I'm on 444. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm here for yeah. Nipsey. I'm here to be educated. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Not drink lean. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a drip harder nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that ain't me. But it's like, I just needed some songs where I just. Mm-hmm. When I, I just I groove, need, you know I what I mean? I need my sauce music, too. Yeah. But it has to find me. Like, I'm not... But you know what I'm saying? I'm not, <laughs> no, that's what happened, so, though. Look, that's what happened to here me. go my song. Here go my sauce song. What's your sauce song? Can I play it? Yeah. My nigga Coco Van Gogh called Sauce All On Me. He sound like one of them artists. That shit, like, I'm, yeah. I fuck with that shit hard. I also just um, listened to. Uh, oh, and Travis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my favorite song on that album. Talk to me. It changes all the time. At first, it was um, Astro Thunder. But okay. um, now I think it's skeletons. Skeletons of body. Yeah, like just the echoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My shit is wake up. That's crazy. That's my shit. That's crazy. Yeah. No bystanders. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. no bystanders. Club, that's, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, fucking with that club. shit. Yeah, yeah I can't listen to that shit all the time. It's so many other bitches. I think rest in peace is cool with my shit. Yeah. When I'm like, yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah. Late night riding. Yup. 
I put that on. Oh my god, I just gave you love. Hey, <laughs> talk with the windows up. Travis has <laughs> a way of giving you chill songs that yeah. are supposed to be chill, but mm-hmm. you can still turn up to, to the it. Bitches. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Rest in peace to Scripture. That shit is slow. That shit still makes you like, I don't want to turn up. But it ain't no bass. Like, okay, my nigga, screw up. Screw up. Yeah. And shout out to my man, um, St. Guapper, who just dropped his new song, Eyes on You. St. Guapper? Yeah, man. My man, St. Guapper, he just dropped his new track, man. He got a... uh, he got his album coming out soon, so I'm looking forward to that. This a personal homie? Yeah, yeah. He out here. Um, born and raised in Detroit, so. All right. Be on the lookout for that. Shoot me a, a link when he uh, when he drops his stuff. For yeah. sure, for sure. Definitely. This him, Saint Guapper, eyes on you. Yeah. We'll play it once. The- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I ain't played on here. That's why I ain't played on here. Um. Also, um, I, I've been listening to Anderson Pack that tense with uh, Kendrick Lamar. Mm, that song oh, yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. That song is hard. I didn't listen to it. Yeah. That's a hard song. And yeah, I think the video got Dr. Dre in it. Okay, he about to drop an album, right? Mm-hmm. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Anderson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I hate oh, when that God. happens. <laughs> I, listen, listen. I hate when that happens. Dude. <laughs> Um, He's like, somebody that called me, yeah. Well, we back on it. Um. So yeah, that might be, that might be it. It's a wrap. That might be a wrap. Thank you for being on this. Appreciate you, man. On this, this might be. Thank you, man. This might be the best episode. Hey. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you need that fire, you know where yeah. we at. So, uh, but nah, thank you, G, for letting us on your platform. Yeah, Keep your hand rough. Yeah, appreciate you, T. Oh, ish, no problem. All right, man, I, I catch y'all with uh, episode nine. Right? Tune in next week Shit. to see what happens. Hear you, man. Hey, yeah, send all questions and all comments through. <laughs> yeah. You gotta give your Instagram handle again. Oh, Kev knows K E V K N O W S. What's up? I'm the Fly Black Girl, so that's T H E F L Y B L K G R L. How did you get that handle? Because it seems like a lot of people want that handle. Yeah, nobody had it, so I jumped on it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you want it, we uh. I'll sell it for a small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a small. All right, man. Thanks for listening. Um, We'll come back soon with episode nine. Be easy.